What's up and welcome back to Unfiltered and Real. Let me tell you, this is the number one podcast in my head. I don't care what nobody else has to say. Chris, how are you? What's been going on? How was your weekend? What have you been up to? All of that. So pretty much this whole weekend, I've been working a double. Mm. I'm tired. Your body hurts. I want to rest. I want to go to Miami. I want to go back to my roots. So let me tell you, I had this uh, MLB player come in another day, like this weekend. His name is something Fernandez. I don't know. Now, Chris, the people. Now, Chris, let me tell you. Now, all y'all listeners, he's not racist, okay? He's not. I promise y'all he's not racist. Because, Chris, that could come off a little racist. You ain't know his name. And then you just say his last name is Fernandez. And everybody know the people who play soccer, the last name's nine times out of ten is Fernandez. So it just sound like you said any old Hispanic person. Okay, Castile. I think it was Castile Fernandez. It was something. <laughs> I think that was someone who shot something up or something. But all the way last... <laughs> Last his last name was Fernandez though, for sure. Mm-hmm. And he came through Saturday, tipped somebody three hundred. Mm-hmm. I had him Sunday. He come in. He's with his friend. His friend went to cover the tab. The tab was like two hundred, mm-hmm. and I was like, I give it to the friend. Friend tipped me twenty, but I should have gave it to Fernandez because Fernandez asked for it, and I would have probably got me a nice little juicy tip. Oh Jesus! But everything else was great this weekend, besides your doubles that you're working. I guess so. I don't got no time to do much. I don't got no time to myself. Not to really do much, but a money's money. Money is money. Let me tell you guys, I was vacationing somewhere this weekend. I feel so zened out and so. You know what, Chris? What I was thinking the other day. Like what I was really thinking is that more so in the last six months than ever, I feel like our lives, like we're not on like, we're totally different now. Like we're not the same people we were, but even more so like, I feel like somewhat like we had something in common now. I feel like we're two different people, like two completely different people. Like, I'm a very social person, like social media like person. I'm more trips, F work, this, that, and the third, get to it when I get to it, build my money up and then, you know, enjoy it. And then I feel like on the other hand, you're, you're more of an introvert unless it's people like, you know, or you mess with. And then you just really don't care about everything else besides getting your money. So I let me tell you, I think it was like a week or two ago. I was like, oh, wow, we're very different now. Yeah, very different. But that's not like a bad thing for y'all listening out there. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a very great thing, actually. It just shows the evolution in people. And I feel like some people get stuck in a rut where, um, you know, I was telling you guys. No, I don't think I No, I didn't tell you guys I was talking on something else, the YouTube channel. But um, I was talking to somebody last week and they were, you know, telling me how like, they just feel like they're in a loop of their everyday life. And I'm like, just sometimes you have to get out and try, excuse me, try new things and do 
different things and get your mind off stuff and try stuff that you would have never even thought about trying. And then I promise you 110%, you know, that'll get you out that rut and stuff like that. Like the person I am now is not the same person I was before clock stroke 12 on 2021. Yeah, that's what we're in. So I think definitely me starting to do more like social things and stuff like that, that's definitely laid me back a lot more and just like I'm more of a go with the flow person. And then like, yeah, that's, I just want to I just like, I just been kicking it with my manager mm-hmm. and he's pretty much saying like, he was young, had three kids and stuff like that. So he became a server, mm-hmm. been serving now, he's a manager, all that. Now he want to open up his own truck and all that. And he was pretty much saying, while you're young, do all the work you need to do. So when you're old, you can relax. So you're not 30, 40, still working for somebody else. Like, exactly. And you I've know- just been trying to keep my head down. Because I already have my blueprint written out. Mm-hmm. I just need the money to do what I need to do. So now I'm working, saving. Then I could buy shirt press, you know, mm-hmm. embroidery machine for the clothes and stuff like that. Invest in my so, music, invest in myself. It just amazes me so much because, like, and I think with me finding, like, this new, like, calling, I guess you can say, and like, like, because I've never, like, Chris, you know what's funny, like, when you're younger and they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up or something like that? I never would have said this, like, podcast host, YouTube, like, I would have never said this. I always said I wanted to be a teacher. Like, for the longest, I wanted to be a teacher. I don't know why. I think that changed when I went to high school and I seen how bad those kids can actually be. But, like, I always wanted to be a teacher. And then in high school, I want I knew I wanted to have my own talk show or, like, radio. But, like, podcasts are so different from radio and talk, like, all yeah. together. It's very different. So, like, for me to be doing this, I'm like, dang, like, this is different, different. But then again... Now I'm going into YouTube. It's like that shift all over again. I just feel so out of place. But then at the same time, I feel like this was my calling and this is what's called on me to do. And I'm like, okay, if I can grind, like that's why I think I'm so much happier lately. Also, like if I can grind actually doing what I love and I know in the long run when I'm 30 and all my other peoples are working and they got kids as teenagers and all that, I'm going to be enjoying life just having my kids, just getting married. But guess what? Won't have to really work hard the rest of my life because I worked hard up until then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of people don't understand. They're just so quick to jump on the, oh, well, I got pregnant right out of high school. Oh, well, let me go get some type of job to support myself 30 years from now. They are manager of a McDonald's or own their own McDonald's. Yeah, that's great and all. But look, you had to do so much hard work, stuck with a job that you didn't care, that you didn't want that you basically were forced to have because you had to take care of a family. But me, on the other hand, I'm over here with three, four, five, seven million dollars in a bank account and got to do everything I loved while making money. This is basically easy money. That's what they call it because you're doing what you love. And, you know, Chris, you may be serving tables right now, but guess what? That money is stacking up for you to be able to do something that you love and that you want to be. I mean, you want to take serious. Like having this job, well, not like I think it's a statistic that like certain percent of America ha- doesn't even have like five hundred dollars in their bank account, and for me to see like I had like a thousand or something in my savings was something because I've never seen that in my savings account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have eight hundred or something like that, 
but I usually withdraw it and save it cash hand. But seeing that in my check in my like bank account, like a full thousand just saved up. You know, like you see the memes where people be like, yeah, I'm broke, but they got like a thousand, two thousand and they've been counting. That's how I'm trying to get. I'm just gonna keep saving. I got my money everywhere and like money just keep coming in. So <laughs> that's how it's me. Like I was looking around, like Chris, you know, like I have like ten thousand different bank accounts, but it's like I'm never the person, and I don't know where I got this from. Like, my mother's like, how many bank accounts you need? I'm not having all my money in one spot for one. That's just not me. And just because I have 10,000 different bank accounts don't mean that I'm swiping every card every day. Two of those accounts just for savings. That's it. Just savings for two different things. I have different goals. You know, it just amazes me how much money I've been able to save up within a year span. Like, I started this podcast a year ago. And since then, I've gotten book deals. I've gotten, you know, um, my documentary deals. And even though you guys haven't seen a documentary yet, you heard me talk about it. But this whole year, I've still been collecting checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because stuff isn't out in the open doesn't mean that people aren't working behind closed doors. Yeah. You know, I think that's what's so fun about this business and this industry that I'm now a part of is that you can do literally Anything behind closed doors, nobody ever know, but you're still collecting money. And then you get to come up and do your actual day job, recording a podcast or shooting a YouTube video. And it's like, they're still happy, but then they're going to be even more happier when the, you know, final product does come out. And then you got money from that. And now they watching it. You getting more money. You know what? I'm, it's just like a build on of money. And it's like, you never run out. But then at the same time, you don't want to go out every night and yeah. party and lose money. Okay. I may. No, once a month, go on a little two-day vacation where I'm spending like $500. But guess what? I made that $500 in one day. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have to look at stuff like that. And that's how I've been looking at it lately. Like, over these past couple of months, I've enjoyed vacation. I've enjoyed it so much. And it's kept me relaxed. But at the same time, I wouldn't be able to do that if I wasn't, like, if I had a child. Or not saying, and I want us to be perfectly clear here we're not bashing people who got pregnant or got a child or had to do that because don't say we that's, say you no because you said something at the beginning you was like you know some people have a child and you know young and i just i'm covering everybody i'm covering the podcast as i don't care who takes blame i'm just covering us see y'all was trying to start with me y'all but i'm just saying i'll take the blame that makes them feel comfortable i'm not trying to bash anybody who got pregnant younger anything i'm just out here saying that nine times out of ten they get to their goal but it's like later in life and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but i'd rather meet my goal right now and get to enjoy the rest of my life if that makes sense to y'all out there it I think it just, what you were finna say it should make sense so I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to say to everybody out there like listen here you get one life and I was looking at something the other day. Um, I got weed all over my laptop. I was looking at something the other day, right, Chris? And they were um, basically, what were they saying? What was they saying? They were basically saying like, okay, you have this plan in your head. Everybody has a plan in their head. Everybody writes it down. But some people don't execute it the right way to, you know, get to, to achieve that goal so basically the the question is if you had a goal and you just couldn't achieve it 
does that mean like give up? Like say like you try like three different approaches. Does that mean give up or does that mean keep going until you achieve it? Because basically they were saying some person kept going until they achieved it and they didn't really get successful until like the last five years of their life. But at the same time, their family got to reap the benefits of it and live comfortable and all that stuff. And like great grandkids would be able to live off this money. But like it took him his whole life where he could have just stopped attempting attempting to complete it a long time ago and just worked a regular nine to five and was able to have enough money. You know what I'm saying, basically. So yeah. what do you think? Do you think you just keep attempting no matter how long it takes or do you just give up? I think you keep attempting, you know, find the right recipe till you get it right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's what I've been through like within this last year year and a half almost two years is that you know when you go through one door okay I first started this podcast I was like okay got this podcast let's see what it can open like within a year working on a book that I had stopped writing because the people that we were working with before they were basically trying to twist my words around a long story before I got with good people that I'm with now working on a book, YouTube, another podcast, documentary, like, I feel like in Verum also, I feel like so many times I was told no to each one of these things. Like so many times I was told no, or like it couldn't work or this and the third, or just like last week, like I'm forever in meetings talking about stuff. And I get a lot of shuts down, a lot of shutdown, a lot of going back and forth and trying to see what's right. But it's like at the end of the day, I've been able to accomplish each one of my goals. You know, I have a YouTube channel that's every day. Let me tell you, gets like two to three more views. Now we're up to like 60 something views right now. So, um, and it just dropped last Wednesday. So it's like, you may see, you may see slow progress, but at the end of the day, it is still progress. And it is still going to get there and it is still going to be completed. So Chris, all this to say, you know, you were just saying a couple minutes ago that you have your goals and all that said, and you got your timeline. So, like, when do you see yourself, you know, really living in the moment? Like, okay, you're working this job right now, you know, saving up. But, like, when do you see yourself, like, starting to turn these savings into, like, profit and doing what you, you know, want to do? When I make... Because it's hard, because... I know. I have like we're gonna say I have different chapters. I have long term chapters and I have short term chapters. Long term chapter chapters are the seeds I could weep from like my family, like you know, things that are left from the will that I could of course turn into profits. And I got my short term with my stocks and the um the whatchamacallit? the positions I've entered at a certain time and, you know, some are long-term, some are short-term, my short-term, hopefully throughout the sum- this summer, I start to see, I make some money or even by the end of 2021, I could mm-hmm. make 10,000, you know, 20,000 and, you know, keep going. So after I do reach my personal goal of 25,000, I quit all jobs. I don't work for anybody else. I start to work for myself and get the things that I need done and that I want to get done. And then up until, because I already planted the seeds, I just got to wait for them to grow. And up until they do grow, 
and it's physical, then that's when I can relax. And then that's when I can sit back and like, okay, mm-hmm. I really did that. Like someone said that, you know, being an inmate, save you on life, you got life and you know, you get your paroles every five years. Mm-hmm. You don't believe nothing until you start walking out, like till you actually walking out the prison gates. So same thing applies to me. Like I don't, I'm not getting too, too worked up about something too excited until I physically see that. You know what I love about this conversation? It's so honest and real because these are things that we're going through right now in life. Like we're going through something right now. And you know what's funny is that I don't think, no, I'm, I'm going to get to all this. So I'm pretty sure everybody knows right by now. Me and Chris, Anna, you guys know Anna, friend to the show. Say hey to Anna, everybody. Hey, Anna. You know that we're getting ready to move out. And um, so it's like on top of saving and on top of doing all this, we also have a goal. Okay, well, got to look for places. Got to, that costs money to take off of work to, you know, go look at stuff and see what you want. And then you don't just want to settle for just one thing. So is that, okay, do we need another trip to go look at more stuff? That's that. But then on top of that, okay, now we have to actually move. We have a rent that we have to pay. We have water, this, and we have to pay um, Wi-Fi. You know, there's so many things that go on top of also saving. So what's funny is that within these this next year, it's going to be a big change in our life. But also, it's going to be a lot of things that we're not used to. And it's like, okay, how do we... Now it's like, okay, now you got to go back to the drawing table. How do you budget and how do you save this but also have enough money to live off of? So that's yeah. like the one big thing that I think all three of us right now are getting to experience together because we're all living it together. But then on the same time, I read something and then a lot of, you know, people on TikTok were saying this. You're most motivated when you're working and living with, you know, friends and stuff like that. And they did the study because, you know, all the TikTok houses and stuff and Chris, you know, YouTube houses and stuff like that. So um, they were like, they were basically saying like, you know, you're most motivated, like when you're not under somebody else's rules and you're under your own rules. And now you're like, okay, y'all, let's get some work done. Or like on YouTube, it's so much easier because you have, it's just like why I added Chris to this podcast. It's like, yeah, I can do it by myself. But then when you add another person to it, it's just like, it's so much better. And it's two different personalities and people love when it's more than one personality doing something. And so that's why you see a lot of couple channels strive more than, you know, individual channels and stuff. It's why you see you have to really know algorithms and stuff like that. And the algorithm of having friends live in a house together, it basically comes down to is each one of them all have different personalities. Each one of them all have different goals. And when you have one person with one goal and you have two people supporting them and rooting for them, that's already two more people than they would have had before. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just an add-on. It always helps. So it's just very interesting with me getting ready to go through this big change. It's like, I have all that in the back of my head that, you know, it's going to mess up my saving. It's going to do this. But then also, I know it's also an add-on. It's a bonus. It's a plus. You, You know, you understand, Chris? Yeah. You know, it's just really crazy, like, with this whole thing that's coming up so what do you think about this whole move and everything that's getting ready to happen and so i was over there seeing them texas prices i was like hmm. <laughs> we get a whole house for like like texas 1600 20 like 2400 like i've always said when i have money i'm definitely getting me a vacation house in texas and like fixing it up and like i'm gonna get like one of the foreclosed 
fix it up because for one, you get so much land and property there for such a low price, either Texas or Nashville. I said that, but um, it's like tech. It's like, bruh, we young, we could go over there in Texas and live it up real quick. Cause to be real, living expenses is hella cheap. And two, we find us a nice little job, like me and Anna servers. So we find us a nice little job in a fast area. We making our rent, we saving up for ourselves. And since the um, insurance is so, like, you know, the rent is so cheap, you could save for other things, put your money towards other things. Like if it was us, real deal, like no favorites involved, like, oh, I want to live here, nothing involved. And we really went off like cheapness and we were just going in for the grind. We could go over there to Texas, get us a nice big spot for cheap, invest in ourselves build up build up the businesses and really get if pushing me, if me Anna and chris weren't me Anna and chris we would be able to find something so fast and easy like anywhere you could put us anywhere in the united states and we could find something so quickly but all three of us it's like when you put two okay when you have three people that all have such different personalities such different styles like so three different ways of doing so many different things but then they get along so good so you put three of them together right with those personalities with those ideas and trying to find one 1000 feet square foot apartment it turns into it just gets so complicated and me and Anna text on a daily like going back and forth like on different apartments we're looking at and she sends and we probably have over a hundred apartments that we could choose. Like we could really sit down and be like, okay, guys, let's narrow this down to three and we should be able to find them. But like our style just changes so much. And then it's really me and Anna more than Chris, because Chris is like, so like, we don't even include him in none of this because whichever one we choose, he's just going to go on along with, but it's just so much going into it. And it's such a nerve wracking experience because it's like, damn, like I'm really leaping out here in the world without any help. Like, yeah, I have family there to back me up, but it's like, I don't want to ask for that. And I think that's what's even motivating me a little more about this move. And I know, Chris, the same, like you, if you move out, you should be ready to move out and be on your own. You know, you shouldn't have to call home and be like, hey, you got like a hundred I can borrow so I can finish paying this bill. Like, no, we shouldn't be at that place. So also, while we're looking at this stuff, we have in mind that we need to be, you know, within our means. Like, we're not yeah. going crazy. We're not out here, you know, well, we need to get this penthouse right here. And we, we know we can't afford that. And we over here each month barely eating because all our money going towards this, you know. And I think that's yeah. very important, too, for all you guys. You know, Chris, anything you want to pitch in? No, yeah, facts. Like trying to, you know, stay within your budget and not live outside of your means is a big, like, plus. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody should try to do. Like, you should never. It's like having ten thousand dollars worth of clothes in your closet, but having like nothing in your bank account. You know, it's pointless. Like we trying to, if we out here trying to buy like a expensive ass condo, but none of us got cars or anything like that. Like something's not adding up we're not doing it right yeah oh excuse me so yesterday i was on my way back home and i was sitting in um 
I was sitting in my, we were all in the rental car. Me and my mother, we were on the second row, the back seat. And so like me and Anna were sitting back and forth, um, different apartments and stuff. And so um, I showed my mother one of them. I was like, is this like a good price? And like my mother's, she's I already have a lot of money saved up for, you know, for at least a year of rent. But my mother's also going to help me out, pay like half the rent. So like I can also you know, put money into other things. She doesn't have to do that. She's willing to and wants to because I'm a college student and I didn't ask for that, but that's what she's doing. But anyways, just giving y'all a little backstory. So um, I'm like, so is this a good price? She was like, okay, it's not bad. And I was like, okay, well, when she said that, that made me feel a little better because I was just looking at these prices and I was like, like split up against three people. Yeah, like... Which ones? Like yeah, like that's what I always said. Like you know, splitting these some of these prices up with three, then you know it, it makes it easier. Like if we get a sixteen hundred apartment, you know, that's five thirty three from all of us. You know, every month. Mm-hmm. And it's so, and it's not that bad. It's it it's not bad. And before I don't know because I before I got in with Chris and Anna, I was had another roommate in mind and we were like going through stuff and like it was two of us and like i don't think you guys understand just having that one person brings it down like two hundred dollars on each person like if it were just two people going for something against like just three people going for something so you know price has definitely paid a factor in it but now that i know you know okay i'm okay with this you know 1650 okay apartment you know i because i have two other people to lean on and i know that's not just the rent they were splitting we're also splitting you know any other bill that there may be so it just puts less stress on you and that helps you out and it's like okay now i can put a little bit more to savings where i can do this let me tell y'all something we may be living together and we may be you know party central all this and the third but we still will not be out here living above our means like i'm not too good for no ramen I'm not too good for no ramen. If I don't have it, guess what? I still have a goal to set. And that's the mindset you have to have in your head. Like, oh, should I? And this is to anybody that's even going to college anyways. If you're saying, um, okay, you know, I got 20 extra dollars and I don't get paid until Friday, but I got $20 in my pocket. I got gas in my car for the week. Should I go get me some Chick-fil-A or, you know, should I just eat these noodles right here and put this towards saving? You put that money towards savings. You know, you... You have to realize, and again, we've been saying this all episode, but you have to realize that there's a bigger picture. There's a goal to be met, and you're never going to meet that goal if you're always, you know, giving in to your wants and not your needs. So that's has yeah. to be important. Like, just because it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, guess what? You may not like it, but is your stomach full? Are you fine? Are you satisfied? Did you get what you need? Okay, put that $20 in your savings. Yeah. Any small thing helps. Any small things help. I go ahead. I spend. Hold on, just right there. I got you. I got you. Just I'm gonna right talking while he do, does that. But any little thing goes like a long way. You can put a penny in there, but guess what? That penny's still gonna add up to something. Every little bit of extra money you have, always put it aside. Always put it aside. I don't care. That's why one thing about me is I always save my quarters. If I have I'm, two quarters, guess what? I'm saving my quarters. So, what you have to understand is every little penny is going to add up. Go ahead. So I'm a server. The hot days is the weekends. This weekend, I came home with 2.30, came home with 
cash from Friday to Sunday. And I count Monday too as a weekend because I only work from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And all the hard bills, I fold up, save. All the dollar bills, all the extra dollars, I got me a savings jar. See, one's right there. One right there. This bitch a little hard to get. All that change up in there, all the little change I get. A whole bunch of ones. This like 60 something in ones plus this two something I got. And that's just cash I get. Mind you, I get a paycheck. That's direct deposit. That goes straight into my account. All the extra cash I got straight into my account. The only thing I keep that's cash is these ones. I just save them up. Keep saving them up. And I save more than I spend. I intentionally do that. The only big spending where I spend like 400, 300 on one time is with stocks. So when I go out and I say I buy some clothes or some shoes, I rarely do that. And even when I do do that, I still save more than I spend. I don't live above my means anytime. And especially with getting this job, like what, just a month ago, from the job alone in a month, I've made like almost like what, 1400. And I've just been saving it, you know, that's spending good, what I need on food or something like that. It was classified. I was going to say something about my taxes, but I'm like, oh, I can't tell y'all that. But um, what's funny is, you know, guys, is that this is, I only have three weeks of school left and I'm already looking for a new job. And people that's listening from work, hey, because this video going to come out tomorrow. So y'all listening, hey. But um, I'm already getting a new job. So the funny thing is once summer hits, me and Chris don't no longer have the worry of school being in the way or I have to do this assignment or I need to have enough rest for school or do this, do that. So it's going to be grind central. Like it's going to be grind central. Let me put this out here. We're set. Now I'm putting, we're set to move August time. That's when we're set to move. So money has to come up some type of way. And this is for a lot of y'all who thinking about going out this summer, partying this summer. Now I'm not saying it's okay to, you know, go to the beach, get you something to eat, you know, hang out with friends. But my priority this summer will be clocking into somebody's job, clocking into somebody's job, picking up shifts, doing this. Oh, y'all want to go hang out tonight? Y'all want to go grab a bite? Oh, I'm so sorry, but I don't like working Wednesday nights. But guess what? I'm going to go clocking me in a shift. Somebody drop something. Let me do it. I'm going to be doing it until people yeah. don't accept me to take the shifts. Because let and me tell you, I have I have to move soon and I have to be prepared. And I'm going to tell that. Let that be at like for our listeners goals. Let that be your goal for this summer. Don't you got to somewhat you're going to have to kill your social life because if you're taking your time off or you got a summer off and you're in school and you just trying to hang out all summer, you're going to have a hard year of you being broke and you're not having enough for this and that work hard so you could party later. Like my manager said, he hates working on Easter's. When he was younger, he used to have to come in on Easter, coming on when he don't got to come in. But guess what? That next Easter, that's when he going to be out there. Clean clothes, nice car, something, you know, work harder for later. Put in the time now so you could just chill later. A hundred. Because Jalen got podcast, show, clothes to do, and, you know, all that. He got himself a car. He about to get himself another car. Me, I got, and he going to have to do rent. I'm going to have rent. 
I got to come up with. And then on top of that, I'm trying to get me a car too. And buy embroidery machine, which is like a thousand, buy other stuff for me that I need to, you know, increase, and like, you, you know, spread car, out my wanted, web. You wanted the car before moving or? Yeah. So we, 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 we going to see what goes on. We're going to see how well I do. So you just got to, you know, now one thing about us is when I was over um, Chris's house this summer, um, y'all know, for the true listeners, if y'all been around for a while, y'all know I was there all summer. So I want to put another thing out there. It's like, so if Chris doesn't get a car, then that would just be one car in Atlanta. One thing about us is if we don't, well, now I may have to adjust to this because it ain't me, but that's because it's never been me. But we don't care about jumping on a bus, a train, or this, or that, or putting money together, lift, all this out there, because something may be mine, or something may be this. But trust and believe, if Chris has something he needs to do or need to catch this, and then he, he needs to borrow this, okay, yeah, go ahead, you know, just, you know, put gas back in there. Well, go ahead and do what you need to do. And that's another thing that people have to realize is that if you want your circle to elevate, you have to be willing to help them elevate. You can't be stingy like, oh, well, I don't know how you get in this place and doing this. Like, no, like what would that benefit you? You know, what good would you get out of that? What gain would you get out of that? Because you may be elevated, but you're going to feel very lonely because everybody else around you still at the bottom. That's why I always say, help your friends grow. Get those type of friends that want to grow because again, you can't help nobody that don't want to be helped. So those friends that do want to grow and that do want these type of different things, you know, get those type of people, surround yourself around those type of people. And I think that's very important. And I think honestly is what holds us together and actually keeps us together is because we've never been that type of person that, oh, this person don't got this or this person not driving the best thing. Cause let me tell you, I may have had a 2003 Acro with the paint chip. But guess what, Chris, we was riding that 2003 Acro with the paint chip going this place, that place, hanging out, doing this, that, and the third. And there was never, you know, we may have ducked or something. We yeah. went to Lennox and parked in the um, valet all in the Acro. Let me tell you, you need those seven people that really are going to ride for you because at the end of the day, those type of the people are the people that's going to still have your back when you become big and they're going to be able to lend you some money too. Which was what you said, Chris? And I got a, I got a little, some words for the people from uh, Mr. Jay-Z that goes perfectly with, with what you were saying. crabs in a bucket mm-hmm. we line up stand on each other's back we gonna get out see you help each other that's the thing that's exactly what like majority of people not just race but majority of people that's why they stay down because they're not willing to help each other and stand on each other's backs 
they want to be the first one to make it out. They want to be the first to do this and do that. But you, know, you have to work together to achieve the same goal. You know, within this last year, like, I just want, like, true listeners will know because they followed us and they've been around. But you know what's Chris, and this is ghost for me and you and everybody that's been around us this last year. It's like so much that we've done, like, in a year. Like, if we just think back on this last year, because we're coming up in a couple of weeks of one year of actual um of actual podcast april 17th is one year and this season we're coming up on our 100th episode within this last year i started a podcast and i seen an opportunity to you know bring you know you into the mix and was able to do that and chris when we started this i was signed to a whole company a whole company that was putting my shows out we're now doing it alone and we're still you know doing good we're in a fight with them to get full ownership of our account back but guess what we're still out here soaring. we're still out here getting thousands of views people are still down for us people are still listening to us that's an accomplishment but then also this year we were able to really buy good gifts you know and that gifts aren't you know a priority but guess what since we were doing good in life and we were doing new things we were able to get good gifts this year i mean i always gave good gifts so that was nothing. but see but see here's the thing about but it's me, even though. more it's even more one second it's even more we took our first trip together this year. Like we saved up. We were in a hotel, you know, two hundred dollar ticket. Like we were doing stuff, and to now be getting ready to move out, me getting ready to buy my first car, you saving money, you working a good job. Like where we from? Were at last year to this year, it's like a big jump, a big leap. And like I don't think like it's so funny because we talked about like start of our success and how we're gonna but to like actually start to see it it's a whole different story like to see these numbers of savings in our bank accounts it's just that's an amazing success and see the thing is like throughout the summer i was saving up for a car that was my thing of saving up like all the checks i got i was saving and yeah i would have been closer to that goal but what most people don't know and especially in my family Major, like majority of that money that I had saved up, I gave it to my sister so she could buy her first apartment, mm -hmm. you know? And if I didn't do that, I would have been straight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have no complaints, but learning about like my sign more is that like, we like to see other people happy or we get in the way of ourselves winning. Like personally for me, every time I'm up, I'm about to get up and straight something happens. I got to go help somebody else out. But learning myself more, I got to start saying no to certain things, to certain people where I could still be up. Because as a Pisces, we going give, to give away, give away to people who are in need. But it's going, it might be mean, but sometimes you have to say no to certain things to keep yourself up. Like your friends want to go out, party and drink. If you know, yeah, you got a couple of dollars, you might as well say no, stay home. Do what you got to do. Keep saving your couple of dollars. Focus on the main goal that you got. And to add on to that, Chris, you know what's funny is that this whole summer, yeah, we may have been over there. And even now when we hang out, every time we hang, it's always work. It's not like, you know, because guess what? If we hanging out and like say we're not recording a podcast, which lately we have been hanging out and haven't been recording the podcast. But even though it wasn't a meeting, it's been some type of meeting. We've always talked about plans or how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that or what ideas. Well, we know we need to do this by a deadline. We have this coming up or we always are in work mode. And that's the thing that 
I love about our friendship is that it's, yeah, we can have fun, but we can work and have fun too. And we can do this and have fun. And that's why it's so fun to do this show is because I'm doing it with a friend. Like we're enjoying ourselves. We're doing this together. But then at the end of the day, we still go our separate ways and still have our own goals. But then I can be like, oh, Chris, I'm working on this, that, and the third. Or he can be like, oh, I'm going this place and doing this and doing that. So it's always work mode. And it's like, I'm not saying you need those type of friends in your life, but I'm just saying it, it makes it a lot easier when, because it frees up a lot of time, like stuff that you could be talking about, stuff that's not putting a dollar in your pocket. You can spend talking about stuff that does put a dollar in your pocket while still having the same conversations. I don't, yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. I think it just, it's a natural thing with us. Like, because I don't have that with everybody. So it is like a not like you have to be that type of person to have conversations like that and to, you know, put your goal first. A lot of people, when they get with their friends, they nine times out of 10, okay, work is work. This is time to hang out. Now we do have times where we're like, okay, let's just, you know, have fun, hang out. But then even still those times work always creeps in some type of way. And even this whole apartment thing, like right now that's considered a job to me because it's going to be such a content apartment. Like it's going to be where we're doing content in. And so it's work. So when I'm getting a text message, Oh, I got to take this. Like I was in a meeting the other week and Anna sent me an apartment. I was like, Oh, give me a second. Let me look at this real quick. Do I like this? Do I, you know, because that's, it's, it's work because we're going to be doing content there. We all have lots of different stuff lined up and I don't want to say too much, but I think last episode, actually, Chris was talking about some type of Twitch account or something or a game. And so it's like, we all have work that we want to do. And so it's going to be a very content driven place. So we have to like it and we have to put our all into it and do stuff like that. So it's just a lot of stuff coming up so soon. And it's just to see the growth over a year I think is just very phenomenal, very a phenomenal thing. What are you most excited about? Oh, I was too far away. What are you most excited about going on like these new adventures that you have lined up in your life? Like obviously music is still there. You know, you are moving, you do want to do gaming and all this stuff, stocks. Like what, like what's exciting you about like this next chapter of your life, getting ready to graduate? I feel like starting? Next chapter of my life is going to be filled with a lot of plane trips outside of my life in Atlanta because one, what I am excited for is I got a boy coming out real soon in June. He about to get signed, shit popping off for him. Then I got my other boy doing music. We doing music and we got a lot of shit planned too when it comes to stocks. So like those are the things I'm excited for when I do connect with those people and talk to them. We always wait, you know, cooking up things for the future. So I'm really excited for that and to see what happens. Like, meanwhile, I'm going to be in my, like, I'm going to be 21, 22, living a really good life or chilling because when I was 19, 18, I was making the connections I was needed to make, things I needed to do now so I could chill later and I'm not going to knock most of the people I see, but I see a lot of young people in these clubs like every damn weekend, every damn day. And I don't see why. Like, just chill out, work hard, do some shit. Like, stop trying to be the life of the party all the time, which I mean, if that's what you want to do, it's cool. But hey, bro, 
when no, I think it's time that it's not cool. Like it's to the it kind of it's kind of not like when you when I see you over there at McDonald's and you got an attitude. Don't be mad at me because you're making like nine dollars an you. hour. Bro. It's like now, like it's to the point like you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay, like for me, I graduated two years ago, almost yeah, two years ago. So it's like now, like when I'm looking at people like me, like my age, my classmates still going out and still doing this and all that and going to parties and doing this. Oh, come this place Saturday night at eight o'clock p.m. Girls free to like it's just like, come on. Like, are you like, are you for real? Like, I guess some people like to enjoy their life. But let me tell you, me and Chris hanging out. Chris could be over there playing that game in that corner. I could be knocked out somewhere literally 10 feet away. Guess we hanging out. Like, you don't always have to go out and spend money or do this. Or we can go to Chipotle, come back to the house, smoke a little something, eat a little something. Okay, great hangout. See you next time. You know, it doesn't have to always be the most. It could just be something so simple. Just being in each other's presence, knowing that, okay, you alive. I can see you. Okay, you you good. Don't got a tape, but you good. I seen this whole she went to the club, right? She bought like a picture, a bottle or something. Then she posted on her story. She has 71 cents left on her bank account, bro. You ain't doing something right. Like, them the type of people I'm talking about, bro. If you just out there partying or messing around, fucking around, spending all your money. People have to reevaluate, like, hanging out. Like, last, two weeks ago, we went to eat, and then we went on a nature walk, me, you, and Anna. Like, in the nature walk, it was a little spooky, but it was fun. We got to see the deers. Uh, what was those? Those was deers, right? Yeah. We got to see the little deers and like we like I don't know maybe we're just, just seeing Bammy Nam. Maybe we're just different, but it's like stuff like that. Like okay, that's fun. Like we're just in each other's presence, and like that's the thing about all of us. Even you know Shania them is like we don't need a lot to like be content to have the time of our life. You can put us together with a radio, a phone. We gonna have fun. Like we don't need too much, and I think that's what a lot of people need to start adapting to is that you don't need so much to you know prove that you're living a good life. Because guess what? I have memories that can last me so much longer than your eighty dollar ticket to some nightclub. Like it's it just doesn't add up to me. And that's all I have to say. But you know, Chris was um talking about a lot of plane rides, and I think that's one thing that's very true. Because, yeah, when I look up to Atlanta, if I'm over here working for my boy, every week I'm going to have to fly over. Or I'm going to have to stay here for, you know, the week, fly back on weekends and stuff like that. And for when you when you still working hard, like, I'm always have to fly back down to Florida. Always. That's the thing. I think between car rides and flights like this, my life is not going to be like over here just be like i'm in the middle like if you watch my youtube video i'm doing a remodel to my room still helping my mother fix up her house and like doing stuff like that and i have verum is going to be based from florida it's not going to be atlanta based because for one we're not atlanta natives we're not atlanta people we may live there grind there but also we're very much florida natives we're floridians at heart so at the end of the day our businesses are going to be based out from here our connects are going to be based from here not saying that we won't have other ones in atlanta but most of our stuff is going to we don't plan on residing there for the rest of our lives so why would we move all of our stuff there just because we're moving there there's a lot of people like senators they have to fly home every weekend to be with their family because their work is somewhere else in dc 
Facts, you know, like it's just because like we we're choosing to move. Yes, we understand. Like so I understand some people may like, be like, okay, so why are you even moving in the first place? Because again, for one, there's stuff in Florida like to motivate you but there's not much to like there's not much here like for one yeah chris has people in miami he can work with for music but in atlanta that's born and raised hip-hop there's so many different connections you see people walking down the street every day in atlanta that can help you out or do this or do that like you never know who you may run into you know what i'm saying and then again we also want to be together and we're still all in college and I'm at Georgia State University and I want to graduate from one of those schools or whatever. Chris, he, you know, going along. So it's just a lot of stuff that we are working on, but at the same time, we're smart about it. We're not dumb about it. So Florida, we still will be coming back here. There still will be a lot of trips. And it's and it's crazy because if Chris is here one week and I'm in Atlanta and we have to film a show, but guess what? We're still going to get it done. We still have priorities. Like our lives, I feel like aren't going to get less hectic. They're going to get more hectic, but that's still not a reason to say, oh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather go out. I don't want to work that hard because it's like, why not work this hard? Why not have nights where you cry because you're tired of working? Why not go through that so later on in life you can enjoy? Because you want like, to And I know this should be straining, especially on relationships. Like, if you got to work all week and all weekend, you're not seeing your spouse. Like, even with me, Anna be complaining we don't see each other or we don't play. But I'm not too strapped about it because I know what's at the finish line. Like I know what we have X amount of days to move out. So this is all the money days where we have to do stuff. We might not be happy with for now, but pays off. I later. think that's the thing is like, cause all three of us always want to hang out and we always want to do stuff. And like, we're always constantly talking about it, especially recent, like, dang, we got to hang out more, but it's like, I'm okay with sacrificing this time because I know in a couple of months, like these people are gonna be the next door over from me in the next room. And it's like, okay, I'm tired of y'all people. Like, you know, I know that's coming. So I'm okay with this right here. Like we only have literally so many days because let me tell you, within these planning dates that's coming up and within this lead to moving out, me and Anna also have birthdays coming up in June mm-hmm. and July back to back. So it's a lot. So you got to think about birthdays in the middle of this too. It, it just turns into a lot. But one thing I can say is that all of our heads are on straight and this is grind right now. You have to be willing to take out the time and grind. It's like last episode. Remember, Chris, we were talking about that investment into yourself. And this, this is like how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm investing into myself. You know, football players, like um, they get hurt and their career is over and, you know, like, cause, and, but some people still play with like concussions and all that and do stuff and just be hurting more of their body. I kind of feel like that's what we do. It's like, we work, we work, we tire ourselves out, but we still push ourselves. Like we may be hurting our body, but guess what? I can go see all the doctors I want once I get all the money I want. You understand? Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's interesting. I can say for me with this next year coming up, what I'm most excited about I really think the memories. I think that's going to be so much fun. Not even like us, like living together. The memories of like personal successes and personal like, like I'm planning on hitting 100 subscribers very soon on YouTube. Like when that happens and like, like hitting 1000 subscribers, like that growth, like for me personally, like 
Chris, I'm just so excited for every different thing that you have going on to like see Anna flourish and do what she's like. There's going to be so many personal growths within this next year. And I know a hundred percent there will be like the growth that we hit just on unfortunate real in a year, like 22,000 plus now people listening. We're in what, like, I think nine different countries, 10 different, 12, something within that place. Like there's so many successes to come up that, you know, that's what I'm so happy about. And it's sad to leave family and stuff like that, but it's also hard to really grind when you have family in your ear. And, you know, this yeah. is the next thing, Chris, that I think we should touch on is that you have family, like, is this really a good job? Like, is this really going to make you money? And it's like, okay, you just sit back. Let me do what I do. And then when it's time for me to come back and help y'all all out, when I finally crack the code and I got the blueprint to it, then I'll come and help y'all out. Because mm-hmm. right now, y'all in my ear, y'all distract me. So what I need for myself is I need to move away. I need to be in a different state. I need to grind. I need to just, you know, even if I come back in town, does that mean every time they need to know I'm back in town? <clears throat> I could be back in town and people won't even know I'm back in town because it's like, I'm not here to visit. My home is in Atlanta. I'm here to get work done. So it's like family could be that. Chris, go ahead. You touch on it for a little bit. Family. Sometimes family, they have your best interest and heart too. At the same time, like most people always want their kids to leave out the nest. And the more you try to coddle, you know, keep them in the nest, the more it's going to hurt them. Like, I'd rather go out on this whim and move to Atlanta. On my own. He's been working out. He's a rent slave now. Yeah. But I'd rather be in Atlanta building these experiences of, you know, paying rent. You know, yeah, I might be moving in with two other people and yeah something might go south but yeah i always could move back to where i am now but at the same time you know you gotta live, have these life experiences you have to take risks and that's the number one thing in success you have to take risks you ain't gonna make no success taking the safe and easy route that's not how it works you gotta take every single opportunity that goes in front of you take everyone do not miss mm-hmm. out on anything you know um I asked some questions for y'all over the weekend because I told y'all we, I was doing an episode based off this and I, we're going to get to those in a minute. But um, I think you're ex- absolutely right, Chris, is that um, this whole thing about you have to, if something's in your face, like it's in your face, you have to stare at it and be like, okay, you know, is this right for me? So like, you know, all those months ago, a whole year ago, when I asked you to you know, join Unfiltered and Real. And when this opportunity was staring you in your face, like what was those decisions that, you know, you had to make and was it going to be the best fit for you? Because your brand and who you are is totally different than what Unfiltered and Real is. Like it's your day to sit up. I mean, it's your job to sit up here and talk about drama. Like, and that's the furthest from who you are. So when you chose to do this, did you know what you were getting yourself into and then how do you like where we're at today? Um, I like where we are today. The biggest thing when coming on was scheduling, like having time for myself to do the things that I wanted to do. So that was probably like it, but I didn't know what I was getting myself into for the most part. I think I 
think scheduling has become a lot better since starting because when we first started, we didn't have a schedule. It was just like, okay, we're recording tomorrow at this time, or we're recording this day at this time. And doing that part, we were, that's when we were, I think that's when our best work also was, but it was so exhausting because we would record two episodes a day or eight episodes a week. So that's me like every day we were recording. So that's why season two was able to come out like how it did because we were so stocked up on recording because we were recording like eight episodes a week. So that was like, okay, how many episodes a day? And on top of that, we were still living normal lives. So grocery shopping or going to the beach or doing, or still wanting to have that. And then also about having like personal time for ourselves, like, okay, Jalen time, Chris time. Like it was a lot to factor into making the show what it is today. And I think I'm proud of what we have done and what we have accomplished. So, and I think season four, I can't wait to start. I already have the cover idea for that. And I got the idea when we went on the nature walk the other day. So yeah, I'll just wait for that. But we have some questions that I asked over the weekend. Chris was busy at work. And so I just didn't even tell him to post nothing and ask. So um, we got some questions. I was asking them about the whole success thing. And um, I said, what are your most successful moments? Tell me. And then we'll uh, read it. Then we'll talk about it on here. I asked them when moving out, um, moving out questions. And then I also asked them what car I should get. I ain't going to put that on here because that was just for me. So first, we're going to start with success. And Chris, this person's name is Brittany. And this is what Brittany had to say. I was starting a small business and it was going very good. But then me and my boyfriend were going through a rough patch, rough patch, and he was also in debt. To help him out, I decided to take all my savings and give it to him. But then at the end, when we broke up, he was supposed to pay me back. Didn't pay me back. My business didn't end up going through. Hold on. My business didn't go through like planned, and now I don't have the motivation to continue. Um, I think I'll go first. Um, I personally, this is hard because like relationships, like I see, we know, I, I don't want to say where you went wrong because I don't want to call you wrong in anything, but I think the part where you messed up was giving him the money. But then at the same time, I understand like when you love somebody and like they're there for you, like, okay, you know, I can, you know, help them out. Um, I think the thing, biggest part is like, you have to remember how you felt when you first set that goal in mind, like what you were trying to achieve then and like your business and all that. Like you said, you had a small business and you took everything from that business. First off, this you don't ever take from your business. Like when you somebody who has a small business, you have a small business account and you have your own personal account. You never take from your supporters and your people who's buying from you to fund somebody else's life because that's almost like stealing from a company. You take from what you earned, what you work hard from, and you pull from that. Never take from your business because that's like stealing almost from yourself. But what I will say is, um, yeah, just try to find that motivation like you had when you first started. And don't let it knock you down because no matter how long it takes you, as we were saying earlier, as long as you achieve that goal, you achieve it. Chris? See, um, when it comes to relationships and doing stuff like that, I personally believe you don't always reveal your hand. You don't always 
let the other person know what you got in your pocket because that might lead to X, Y things to happen. And not saying, cause I'm in a relationship where right and left hand, the other hand watches the other one. One's up, the other person looks out for the other person. When they're down, you know, same thing. We help out, do what we need to do, what we can do. And I feel like that's just the most beneficial thing you could do in a relationship. But also at the same time, you have to watch out for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you came into this world by yourself and we can't tell the future. So we can never see foresee what happens. This person might have done me wrong or I just did all this for them and they do this. That's why you have to keep some of your own eggs in your basket for yourself just in case something happens. Someone could be all in your ear with the finesse telling you, yeah, everything's going to be fine, this and that. But you'll never know. So that's why you have to have your own securities your own savings things you need and like Jalen says you have your business account and your savings account and then at the same time it's relationship don't stress over it what's real is going to stay put fakers don't last long so you got to focus on I want to even be hurt after this out all right now I know what I need to do get my eggs in order get my house right I think that's the most important thing, you know, in ending anything. It's like when you walk away from something or like you leave something and you like feel like, and I think it's more of the breakup getting you like unmotivated than anything else. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. So um, try not to focus on the breakup. Try to focus on like, if anything, I'll put all that hurt, pain and passion into your small business, put all that to help you grow. Like, okay, what can I do? How can I use this pain to profit off of it? Like, don't let them beat you. You beat them. You know, this is what you worked hard from. Yeah, you had to slip up. Excuse me. Yes, you gave him some money. But at the end of the day, this is still your time. Good luck, Brittany. Okay, moving on to who's next. MJ. MJ says, okay, I see you started a YouTube video. Great video, by the way. Me and my girl. What? Oh, I want to start one with me and my girl. But she doesn't want her life to be on social media. What should I do about that? Chris, you want to take this one first since I took the last one? Talk uh, to MJ on what he should do about him and his girl. I say start it up. Do it. Did you? Hear I want to do a little couple. Uh, think I said, see, Chris don't be listening, y'all. No, MJ. <laughs> MJ said that he wants to start a YouTube channel with him and his girl. But his girlfriend doesn't want her life to be on social media. He said he loves her, but like he still wants his business. So like, what should he do? Like he oh. still wants to be a YouTuber. Like he still wants. Oh, to start that up by yourself, big dog. Focus on yourself. Yeah, I like. I don't. I, I understand what he said because, like, the way I'm going to be like attacking YouTube now, and especially going into the summer, is that everybody around me unfortunately is gonna have to be okay with it or we can't be around each other because that i'm vlogging every day crazy i'm doing everything's gonna be crazy all the stuff is gonna be edited i'm gonna be able to make you know crazy insane vlogs like my vision is to always have the camera rolling at every point and to make incredible vlogs like no other so it's like i don't know for me if like that would be possible because 
you know, yeah, there is sometimes that things should be off the camera, but like if she's your girlfriend and if you see yourself like being with her for a long time, even if she's not in there like every time, but if she's walking by and somebody sees her, it's like they're going to be an issue for her. So I feel like you just have to like, you know, talk to her about like what's okay. Because especially if you're planning on doing this for the rest of your life, it's like you are hiding a half of you and those type of things that to say doesn't work on YouTube, they don't want to feel like they're being hidden from everything. They want to feel like they know, like, that's why they subscribe to you. They want to be invested in your life. What's going on? What's going to happen next? You know, Chris, you want to give your advice to MJ, the right advice this time? Focus on yourself, big dog. Okay. Oh, MJ. Okay, MJ. I'm so sorry. He, he did a lot of talking today. Okay, guys. Um, I did want to get into some things on Hot Topics. We did have some other questions. I told you the move out question, but we talked a lot about that. So I want to get onto some Hot Topics um, because not that much because it's already been an hour. One second. We just took up every... First off, I do want to say rest in peace to DMX. Like, I've totally forgot we didn't say that all episode. Um, Such a wonderful, talented... um, historic icon legend teacher preacher like there's just so much i can say about this man if you didn't know who dmx was and if you didn't listen to dmx like there's nobody that can actually say like i've seen somebody and it was like oh y'all never listened to dmx i'm like who like how can somebody not have listened to DMX, especially growing up in black neighborhoods and black people? Not even that though, because he preached to all people. He wanted stories to be told everywhere to everybody. So like to not know who he is, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I've always known and been aware, but RP to him, and you know that really had to suck. But yeah. RP, he was definitely a legend and he will definitely be missed on earth. And he was only what 50? Like, yeah, he so was young. So young. That was kind of sad to see a DMX die, especially with the reports. Some people are like, yeah, he's brain dead. And then the lawyers coming out saying, stop making these posts, nothing certain yet, and all that. But, but then when I did see he actually died, I was questioning that too. Like, is this another, you know? false it's it's sad and it's just like we've lost a lot of people recently and again these drug overdoses and all this stuff and you know check on people again i you know i say that more than anything on this podcast don't be scared to not check on somebody okay (laughs) offset quavo they just (laughs) These two members of Migos, they just know how to stay in the media, don't they? Like, don't I don't know if they stand in because like they haven't dropped nothing in a while. They want to be relevant. Not they want to be relevant, not dissing y'all Migos. I love some Migos. Not saying that they want to be relevant, but they haven't put nothing out in a while. Maybe they're getting ready to drop something they want. They like they the last couple of years, they just been in the news non-stop. But the thing is with the Migos, what I just seen, like I seen a commercial for Disney. And HBO with the Migos music me, in the me back. Too. And I see so it's like for a phone company. They're at the point where yeah, they're gonna keep releasing music, but they're like mainstream goaded royalty receiving artists. 
So it's like, and you know who I ain't been hearing a lot take off because he's only fan you, famous. Really, like that's the thing, and to, to a lot of people, takeoffs the best. And he's we no, don't see him nowhere. We don't see him nowhere. He's one of, we don't he's one of the top him. OnlyFans creators right now. He's hmm? he's one of the top OnlyFans creators. He's been doing it longer than Tiger. He's been in there for a while. She like, he making my dog say he making his OnlyFans check. But um, and yo, people be doubting that OnlyFans. Like I said, Black China say she made like she made like. 40-something M's in a month. We didn't even talk about Bad Baby last episode, how she made she, one million in, in an hour. Day. I think that was an hour. I swear that was a day. but It was either a day or an hour, but we see like people making a million, a million a day, and that says Bad Baby. Imagine somebody who's famous and showing a little something, something. I'm telling you social media is the end game right now like yeah i'm going to college but i'm getting a degree in communication so like if anything like goes wrong i can still be close to social media like social media is the key right now that's the way out that's how people's grinding right now everything social media related is the goal but back to migos so me offset said thank the migos we changed the game and a lot of um People were in the comments talking about it. Um, T.I. said 100. Tank said true. Um, Soraya said, yeah, different people. Um, somebody said Sosa did. Um, y'all ain't even changed y'all draws. Let's <laughs> the game. This is what I want to say about Migos. Migos, mm-hmm, they brought the game back to radio. That's what I'll say. Um, I feel like before Migos, like, and they've been around for a while, but before they really got like their recognition, recognition, radio was kind of like dying off. That was the time that everybody was on YouTube looking at YouTube videos and, you know, all that stuff. 106 and Park was really dying off at this time. You know, nothing was really popping. Everybody was watching YouTube videos or like downloading the songs to their phone and having their headphones. You know, this was when everybody had a phone. This was middle school time getting ready for high school and all this stuff. But then Chris, like, remember that time when Migos just hit and like, you just heard them all over the radio. And it's like, they just were everywhere and everybody was in love with the Migos. And then they just kept on dropping. They were like the hottest thing. BT awards. Like everybody looked forward to seeing like when they came out, they came out almost like, like how the baby was this last year. That's like how Migos came out, but probably just a little bit better. Like, Migos came out and they exploded. I don't want to say change the game. I just think they brought rap back to mainstream because, again, it was dying off, really. You know, it was all about females at that point because Nicki was doing everything. And so, like, I really feel like they brought rap back to, like, the radio. What you want to say about this comment that Migos said that they changed the game? Uh, um, They're cool. I would like to know what they're referring to when they say change the game. That's why I said because I only think they brought like the game back to radio. That's all I would say. Change the game as in like flow. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everybody know the ad libs was on point. Like they probably changed the ad lib game to be real, you know. Um, Officer said, "Thank the Migos, we changed the game." I think he's talking about the rap game. Like, I just think 
I just you want to know something too about the Migos? I've never seen rappers. Excuse me. I never seen rappers so much in like female drama until Migos came out. Like I've never seen like that side. Like Migos almost made like it okay for people to be cussing out their baby mamas on live or like like rappers to be living a more dramatic lifestyle and not like that most like okay gang bang like they made almost pretty boy rap a thing like it's okay Which to have I them. condemn and I am proud because one these niggas rappers be coming from the streets rich as hell still want to be in the streets Migos they probably in the streets every other blue moon but Right. Like they made it okay to be like they made it okay to be like a like the pretty boy rapper type of thing. Like they made it okay to like the style change because Who remember made it okay for people to become rich and still yeah I'm still posted up in a hood yeah yeah bitch I'm rich what you mean I ain't going they changed the style of it that's what it was because before they was wearing everybody was wearing the big jeans the dickies some air forces like that's when everybody was getting into the air force because all your favorite celebrities had on air forces and that's but they changed the game they were wearing chains they were like not just like you know the big chain, but they know they had diamonds. They were iced out. They from the different sunglasses. Like even looking at this picture right here that I'm looking at, I don't know if you can see that, Chris. But like they brought style back. Like it yeah, was they, like watching Versace, Versace, Versace. Like they brought that back to it. Like they, there was nobody talking about the style of rap. Everybody was talking about like lyrics, like, but they was like, okay, we may not be, and the, this is what I can say about the Migos is they're always going to adapt. They can say, okay, we may not be the best rappers, but guess what? We can still be a socialite. And that's what I think they are. And for you guys who don't know what a socialite is, socialite is basically somebody with a big name that goes to places, get money just for showing up places, go to fashion weeks, do that. Like they just travel the world and are known for being them. Basically, I can't even call Kim a socialite anymore because like she has a business and stuff like that. But like socialites are somebody who doesn't have like a business. They're not like they just have money for literally looking good and dressing nice. So I think that's more so the Migos now than anything. But Chris, you got anything else to say? No. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk about all this police stuff because I want to talk about that later. But um. I will just talk about that. The CDC reports that one in four Americans are now fully vaccinated for COVID-19. So every four Americans, one of them are vaccinated. I am halfway done. You guys, I got my one. This is the things I can tell you guys about the shot. And I think I got the Moderma. Yeah, the Moderma. This is what I can tell you. Your arm is definitely going to be sore, but it's not like the sore like um oh it hurts like an aching pain it's like you know when you worked out the day before and like you sore the next morning that's how it feels and you're just a little sleepy like you're like sleepy for a couple of days that's the only thing everybody who i know took it they said the same thing like you're just a little sleepy like every time you sleep you sleep good like you sleeping good because you're just so tired you're drained um and you're just a little sore but that's pretty much it, and I took the Moderma. The Moderma is like the CDC tested, like the go ahead, the good one, all that. I got my one shot. I go back in four weeks to get my second shot and I'm fully vaccinated. I can travel the world and all this. This is what I will say though, because a lot of people 
are saying, you know, like me and Tanaka, we had a long conversation. She was like, you know, I don't like, I don't want to like get the vaccine to do this and do that. I was like, I didn't want to get it either. And I said, I wanted to wait until enough people got it and all that. But the reason I went ahead and got it is because I'm tired of my life being on hold. And yeah, like I, well, technically I don't have to wear a mask with the Moderma afterwards, but I still will wear one. But it's like, um, you can't go to a lot of places. Vegas won't even let you in without being vaccinated. Um, to go on a cruise, you need it. It's like go to different places. You're going to need it now. Puerto Rico, you need to, to go. Um, Houston, I think you need it to go. It's a lot of places that are going to take you. So I'm not staying in Florida. Sorry. I'm not staying in Florida for the rest of my life. I'm going to get vaccinated. Um, that was my reason behind it. And I feel perfectly fine. If you guys do want a recommendation, I will say the Moderma shot is all of vaccines are free so it doesn't matter but the moderma one and i go back for my second one in four weeks so i'll tell you guys how that one goes but so far and everybody with this whole chip thing the thing ain't even big enough for it like literally when you see it it's not one of those big needles the needle is smaller than like a pinpoint it don't even hurt going in you and like when they pull it out like the thing is smaller than this what they pull the the vaccine out of so you're not getting injected with nothing, um, like no chip or nothing like that for all y'all that's worried about that. But yeah, and there's no fatality, um, fatality, whatever y'all know what the word fatality for. Moderna. Yeah. For See, Moderna. my just thing is like long term. Y'all right here in a little fucking experiment. Y'all in a trial still, cause. Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, no, Moderma is out the trial stages. Moderma is out the trial stages. To be honest and quite frank, the vaccines haven't necessarily really been approved or approved. They've been no, approved Moderma, because, Moderma because we're in a approved. state of emergency. That's why you're seeing all these vaccines pop out so fast because we're in a state of emergency. Like, this vaccine... Like but no, that I do want to give out correct information. Moderma has been... It's been a couple that's been approved. The ones that everybody's taken have been approved. That's the, see, this is the thing you but have... But you got to see, too, like, why did they get approved so fast? Because we're in a state of emergency. No, like, Moderma was emergency. the last... Moderma actually was the last one to get approved, and it was the first one done. They kept testing it. They kept changing stuff. They kept, you know, making sure based off the other trials. Moderma basically has a lot of the other vaccines that already released and that are you know in it to get it the one that everybody's telling you not to take is the johnson johnson vaccine because it's the one shot instead of two shots so you don't have to take two doses you only take one of them and it is a nine that one you have to pay ninety dollars it's a one shot johnson johnson and they shoot you the stuff on the news that you're hearing people tell you not to take is the ones that's not government made like it's like the people that's making them on the side like pharmacies and stuff like that those are the ones like johnson johnson that wasn't government approved. They put that out there. They tested stuff. Nobody has died from the Johnson Johnson, but they have still gotten COVID after the Johnson Johnson. So that's what they're telling you. Like, don't take those type of ones. Like we have, when you go get your vaccine, it's like a whole, they tell you everything. They tell you the CDC approval ratings, everything, how it was pushed out. The work, They tell you, it's not just like, a, okay, I'm giving you this and done. So I understand what you're saying, Chris. I just want everybody to know, like, if you're getting information, I want it. Like, I've been through it. I want to give out the right information and the correct one. So you do need to do your research, but Moderma right now is the top one, the best one, and it's fully tested. It went through 2,000, like, scientists before it was even put out to the public. So 2,000 scientists have took it. It's been three months now. At this point, I think he said, and they're still alive, kicking. Um, 
doing well. I'm going to still wait because this is all still so short. And I'm going to be waiting in the future for when them commercials come on. If you took the well, COVID it's vaccine become, and this, you might it's gonna be become, eligible. It's going to get to a point where like. Amount of money. Yeah, I'm waiting, bro. It's going to get to a point where it's going to be like, okay, everybody is going to have to, you know take it at some point like those other vaccines that you had to take to like go to seventh grade and all that stuff all those shots that's what COVID eventually the COVID-19 is gonna eventually be like a vaccine that you have to take like your chicken pox shots your tuberculosis it's gonna be one of those that you have to eventually take so I do like I that I don't want these people to think I'm anti-vaccines and stuff. I'm just caught up on all my other shots all my vaccines no I know they don't think that you just it's only just the time and like Chris, a lot of vaccines, people are thinking like you. You don't have to explain they had, You know, they had X amount of times to really go through trials, and yeah, they could see the long-term effects. Mm-hmm. With the COVID vaccine, you know, when we do have something like Johnson & Johnson or a damn vaccine that's making you pass out or grow another damn hand or, you know, all the crazy shit, like, you want to see long-term effects on all vaccines, whether it's Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson. Chris don't got that loan because he want to go to Vegas one of these years. 21. Hey, I could wait. Hey. World 20 next year. But for Chris, Watch, to be able to, they're gonna be like, if you took the vaccine in the span between this day for and Chris this to be day, able to go to Vegas, he's gonna need the vaccine because Vegas isn't playing right now. They got people at the borders, at the airport. They check him. That card is going to be a low. You're going to have to go through. And that's another thing. Like, that's another kind of fucked up thing, which also seems to us. Why do we need a a passport for, like, the COVID vaccine? But for the other vaccines, we ain't never need this shit for. Like, I ain't got no problem with booking a little doctor's appointment, getting the papers myself, but. To carry around the whole passport for vaccine. I don't think you have to carry the card with you like everywhere. I think once you but just for traveling, like I feel I feel like that's sus. Like when you go to Africa, right? They tell you to get the shot. I don't think it's gonna be there for you get that shot and you bring in your paperwork. So I'd rather do that than have a damn passport because it just seems sus. Like, why do we need a passport? I don't think it's gonna be there forever, and I don't think you need that, but like it's like certain places like they don't even need you to bring it. They just need, like, when you're signing up for, like, a cruise or something, like, take a picture of it and upload it showing. Like, it's almost like showing your records. Like, okay, I got this. I get, I don't think it's going to be there forever. I get that they're doing it now because, like, okay, they're so fresh. Like, we don't want nobody bringing that. Like, are you vaccinated? And the Moderma one, again, the Moderma one is the highest one. So, it's, you really aren't going to get, after your second shot and, like, all those antibodies, like, 10 days after that, you really shouldn't be getting, like, COVID. Like, you shouldn't. Because your body should be like fighting it off so fast that the test couldn't even pick it up. Like that's how strands of COVID now too, which is. But no, I know Moderma. Um, all the because the thing with what they were saying because I I brought up COVID twenty and all this stuff and that stuff that's coming up. COVID, no matter what strain it is, COVID still has the same antibodies. All it is is just like a like a cousin of it. It's like me and Ricardo, we share some type of blood. It's just our blood isn't the exact same. So that's what they're saying. It's like it's different strands of it. Like it's like cousins, but they still have some of the bloodstream so they will be able to fight it off. So once you're vaccinated, you're vaccinated. I get people are wanting to take time and I think that's the best thing, but you know. Guys, we gave y'all a good lengthy long podcast today and we, these are the podcasts that I want to start getting into next season. It's more of personal talk than, you know, talking about everybody else. We've done that so long here now, almost a year that I'm ready for y'all to know what's going on in our own lives. Chris looks like he's about to die of sleep over there. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I do need to talk about him 
for like a couple things, talk to him about a couple things. So we do need to end this up here because we both have lives to get back to today. Think Chris, you got to work today? No, yeah. We got to go clock in at the people things in an hour. So guys, I love you guys so much. So does Chris. Make sure you follow me at J unfiltered on instagram follow chris at k.aappe and follow unfiltered and real all together unfiltered and real on instagram make sure you also follow my youtube channel Jalen benjamin to subscribe make sure you like and comment and yeah share it we love you guys so much until next time i'm your host Jalen benjamin bye